You're listening to The Organized Thinker, and I'm your host, Leslie Geller, founder of Geller Coaching, a business and life coach, author, blogger, and motivational speaker. I've created this podcast for professionals that know what to do, but wish they were doing it in a more productive and meaningful way. Episode number four, how to avoid February fallout. No matter how optimistic you were in December, recounting all the ways you were going to clean up aisle nine, taking care of your physical and mental well-being, determined this year to follow through like the warrior you are. The January fade is already beginning to take over. And here are a few reasons why and how you can quickly regroup and regain control of this brand new year. Let's start with commitment. Commitment. Doing the thing you said you would do long after the moment you said it has passed. And so here we are again, struggling before getting through an entire month. Well, in case there's any truth to the fact that misery loves company, you should know that you're not alone. That doesn't mean that you should throw it all away, not at all. I'm just hopeful that if we can remove the personal attachment you have to this and yet another failing resolution, you can make some movement in doing it better, differently. I don't mean next year. I mean right now. 80% of the population will have given up their resolutions by February. February. That seems hard for me to fathom, but mostly because I don't make resolutions. Don't get me wrong. It's not because I don't ever need a reset button or a change. In fact, I actually need it a lot. And because I'm on my own as a business owner, the need for it seems even greater because I don't have the option of doing what the every what everyone else in the group is doing, you know? It's just me here in my office making big life decisions. So for me, in order to reset, I have to make a strong assertion about it. I have to declare it to myself as loudly as possible, as often as possible. And then my expectation is that I'll follow through. No question marks about it. That might seem rigid to you, especially if you're currently enjoying that cigarette you said you would give up. But it's really not that at all. I just don't feel pressure about the declarations of change that I make. Actually, I feel inspired by them. I get myself excited about them. And guess what? I actually do follow through with them. Not because I'm on some pedestal that the normal human can't touch. Not at all. It's simply because I understand what it takes to create sustainable sustainable change. It's my own understanding about it that changes the game. And that's what I'm going to share with you. The best part about this is that it's not hard. Seriously. Resolutions are difficult by design. So... Let's just figure out how to design this so you can actually have your life the way you want it. There are two main reasons why resolutions fail. The first one is intention. So most people set their resolutions based on what they think they need to change. Clothes don't fit? Fine. Time to lose weight. Doctor mentions your cholesterol is high? Fine. Time to become a vegan. Thinking about bathing suit weather? Probably past due on that workout anyway. That sounds about right in the way you create resolutions and are nodding your head in agreement about your intention. Think again. None of those things I mentioned 
have real intention. There are valid reasons for creating a change, but the reasons are not sturdy enough to keep you from the other things you've been doing over and over on repeat. In order to create sustainable change in your life or complete a goal that hasn't ever come easy in your life, the intention needs to be crystal clear, so clear that on the day you feel like, I don't want to, you will carry on anyway, ignoring the naysaying voices in your head. All right, let's take the most obvious of the resolutions. I need to lose weight. What's your true intention? What's your why? I mean, I understand you don't like the weight you're currently wearing and that perhaps your clothes don't fit, but so what? Even thin people often wake up and feel uncomfortable in their own skin. The feeling often comes and goes, hence the reach for a donut. As for the clothing complaint, I would venture a guess that there are at least a few items of clothing that do fit, and that you can always get new clothes to fit your current weight. So there lies the problem. It's simply a complaint followed up with a reason why, and it won't be enough to overcome the life you've previously designed because there are other solutions. What we need is real intention. In order to do that, first, be able to answer these simple questions. So I recommend not just acknowledging your answers, but actually writing them down because the power of the written word, specifically yours, is what will change your trajectory. Just trust me on this one. Here are the intentional questions. Feel free to jot these down. There's just three. Number one. Why do you need to lose weight? Write it down. Be specific. Number two, how will your life change for the better if you can attain this goal? Be specific. And number three, how do you know that now is the time for this change? Once you've taken the time to answer these questions thoroughly, we are then getting somewhere. The why is clear and your brain can adjust to this change and how it will look on the other side. Next are the details. This is equally as important as your intention and will be what moves you from fading January to fabulous February. You with me? Most likely, the missing details have led to many failed goals. So since we're we're going for success starting now, let's do this right. In keeping with the above goal, let's take a look at the details needed. Wanting to lose weight is like wishing upon a star. We think it and say it, but we don't really have the expectation it will occur. Why would it? Then again, why not throw it out there? What harm could it do? None. But it's also unlikely to do much good at all. Wishing on stars aside, we need real details with timelines so that we can stay out of the weeds in the area of sabotage and the I don't want us. All right. The question you will need to answer for the details will be in terms of when and how you will accomplish this. I see your eyes rolling already. The mere idea of saying exactly how you will do this when you aren't certain if you even can do this is why you haven't been able to do this. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are the one in the way of this goal. You. That's the good news and the bad news. 
you will sincerely need to want this goal to be achieved more than you fear it won't be achieved. It is not failure if you don't hit your timelines. It's only failure if you choose to give up. Okay, so don't. Ready? Here are the specific questions to ask yourself in relation to this goal. Four of them. Number one, how many pounds do you need to lose? Be specific. Don't tell me a size of a dress or pants. How many pounds? Number two, what will you do each day to help yourself accomplish this goal? Each day. Be specific. Eat less? Mm, Not that helpful. Maybe there's a food plan you'll follow. Perhaps you'll start cutting carbs, maybe all sweets. Will there be regular exercise? Throw it out there so you have a plan. Number three, when do you want to have this new weight on the scale? Create a date, make it up, write it down. Number four, last one, who can you recruit to help hold you accountable to this new life change? Seriously, the best thing you can do is have an accountability partner. Creating change all on your own, especially in an area that really challenges you, is so difficult alone. I love this quote. If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. That's it. You can do this once your intention is clear and know what to do each day and each week. And that will get you closer to this goal. Lastly, if the goal date is coming up and you know you won't be able to get there, make a few adjustments. Don't throw the whole thing out. Maybe talk to a trainer about how to amp up your workouts. Perhaps you can have a discussion with a dietitian or health coach about possible food plans. Maybe a life coach who can help you with accountability and mindset that needs to be changed. Just don't give up. Adjust your sails and keep sailing. You got this. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, if you change one thing, it can change everything. If you would like to hear more like this, follow this podcast to get alerts for new posts or check out my website at www.gellercoaching.com. Then feel free to sign up for a free consult with me personally or sign up for my self-paced online workshop. Have a great day. I hope to hear from you soon.